This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. So if you want to save America from crooked Joe Biden, you must go caucus tomorrow. First step. We're the first step. We're going to do it. We're going to do it big. You got to get out. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, Tom, even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. Buddy Holly, Peggy Sue is there any significant. I love this song, but is this Steve Bannon's favorite song or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any reason? Uh, he didn't die today, Buddy Holly. It wasn't the plane crash. Buddy's birthday? Uh, where the caucuses are. <laughs> oh, you're right about that. Oh, my God, that's great. You're a genius. Iowa, some part, yeah, some mountain. I hate to say it, but my, uh, my good buddy, Alan Wengrofsky, who was one of my best friends in high school, Solomon Schechter, Alan Wengrofsky visiting his children and grandchildren in Israel, is listening right now. And you can listen, too, all over the world on the free 77 app. I've got a huge listenership in Israel. And our plan is to be there two weeks from today for four shows. So good morning, Alan, out there in uh, Jerusalem. Steve Bannon, that's the man right there. He's got his own great podcast every day. The world's great. And he's with us every Monday. And, uh, Steve, it's great to talk to you, buddy. How are you? Thank you, uh, thank you, Sid. Uh, doing great because today's the uh, a firefight in Washington over the budget and the uh, huge fight in Iowa over uh, President Trump coming back to the White House. So it's a great day. It is, and I'll add a third thing to why it's a great day, Steve. When you texted me yesterday, I couldn't help but laugh because you asked if I was working, and of course I'm working. I work every. I play the speech to the whole thing, you know. And you go, well, I'm going to be in Richmond, Virginia, because today is Lee Jackson Day. And, and I had no idea what the hell you were talking about, but is, is that is that really today? Is that a big day in Virginia? No, it used to be when I was a small kid. No, <laughs> yeah, I thought that we, we've got we've got Royce White and others on today. I was I was pulling the chain, but it used to be it used to be Lee Jackson Day back when, you know fifty years ago. Right now that day is over, obviously. So, but are you in Virginia today? Or is that where you do your show for? Richmond. I was in Richmond over the weekend, but came back uh, late last night because I got to tell you. We got a firefight on our hands here on this budget. Uh, you know, you just heard Mayor Adams on. You know, the invasion of the southern border is, I think, probably the number one topic in New York City. Yeah. Uh, particularly at Floyd Bennett Field and other places. You know, New York's a sanctuary city. It's being absolutely overrun by illegal alien invaders. The budget in New York City is going to collapse. The city services are going to collapse, and this firefight in Congress is directly related to it. They, they continue not to want to seal the southern border, and our position is pretty hard. Either shut down the border immediately or shut down the government. And so we're going to have a huge fight starting this morning in the nation's capital. Are you telling me, Steve, there's nothing we can do with Mayorkas? You know, I've had conversations with Anthony Esposito, and Nancy Mace is going to join me sometime next hour. They've talked about impeaching the guy, you know, jokingly but not. I said the guy belongs in prison. Forget about impeachment. But are you telling me there's nothing we can do with Mayorkas? Well, Mayorkas, yes, you can definitely start an impeachment hearing, and I think they should. But that, you know, don't let's not just go for a shiny toy. He he should be impeached because of his non-enforcement of the law, and quite frankly, breaking the law and creating new laws that are that are quite frankly illegal. What we need to do is defund this government. 
We need a, a hard shutdown right now. If you do not seal the border, you don't get another penny. And you can fund the Department of Defense and maybe some of Homeland Security, but everything else in the government shuts down. And I think that's a hard line. If we don't take that hard line, if you continue to fund this illegitimate Biden regime, all they're going to do is let millions of people, millions of additional people in. And if you see Langford, the Senate, you know, we know for the last five weeks has been working on a deal that will immediately give work permits to all seven or eight million illegal aliens that are here that came through the Biden. Once you give those folks work permits, first off, the minority community is going to get crushed. Wages are going to drop dramatically. But number two, you're going to have another three or four hundred million people try to come to the country because they realize you can get a work permit immediately if you get into the country. And so this thing's got to be fight, uh, got to be fought. It's got to be fought hard. Well, obviously, one of the reasons why Kevin McCarthy, Steve Bannon, the great Steve Bannon, is not there now is because fights like these, Matt Gates and others felt like he couldn't get it done. He was uncomfortable, couldn't get it done. Do you have confidence that Johnson and this crew can get it done? Absolutely not. Remember, McCarthy gave us the worst deal that's ever been cut, this debt deal, which gave Biden two years, unlimited spending, unlimited deficits. Remember, Bernie uh, said when this thing was signed back in May, our, our national debt was only, uh, I think, $31.4 trillion. It's $34 trillion today going to $35 trillion by the end of March. This thing's exploding. And the reason is there's no caps on the limit of spending. This deal they're talking about approving this week on the CR still has Nancy Pelosi's budget in it. Jeez. So McCarthy gave us the worst deal. Uh, Johnson inherited that, Sid. But he has not. He's shown, I think, pretty much that he's not up to the task. I'm a big believer. If he if he pushes CRs, which he promised he would not do, I think they have to go to a motion to vacate, remove him, and get somebody else. Next oh my up. God, we can't keep doing that, though, Steve. I mean, we had those uh, three weeks when maybe it was going to be Jordan, maybe Scalise. It was it was a nightmare. And and, and you know, look, uh, Trump is going to win anyway. Thank God, and that's great. But. We didn't look good. That was not a good time period for us. And to yeah, keep getting rid of these guys. I think it's taking charge. It's an out of, it's an out of control apparatus. Yeah. It's just going to continue to run us into debt. And the Federal Reserve is going to still push it. For Lawler and these guys are in the New York City area, they keep whining about, oh, these are districts Biden won. Well, the polling doesn't show today that Biden will win because of the invasion of the southern border. It's incumbent upon the New York City uh, congressman who are in these districts, to get off their ass and get out there and tell people exactly what's going on. I'm tired of the whining. I'm tired of the bitching and moaning. And that's all you hear from this crowd. they got to man up. The country's in a – look, you either believe we're in a crisis or you don't. We've got, we've got 8 million, 8 million illegal alien invaders. At the rate they're going now, you're going to have another four before President Trump gets here. You have 12 million, 12 million illegal alien invaders into the country. And, and without a sealed border. So you have to act like it's a crisis. We got to, the way to do it, the House has all the, has all the leverage in this deal. Shut down the, either shut down the border or shut down the government. Do we have that guy though? Again, we've got Johnson now. We talked, uh, Jordan couldn't get it done. Scalise had his issues. McCarthy got kicked out. Dude, Gates won't do it. Do we have that guy in the House that can be the guy you're looking for? Look, I think I think there's a number of people out there you got to try. I think Stefanik could be a good choice. You maybe even double back on Jordan. I don't know. Let let them figure it out. Here's the message we have to send: If you're going to sit there, and, if you're going to get this job and get in there and immediately get into the swamp and start having Chuck Schumer 
and Mitch McConnell tell you yeah. what to do, then yeah. you're the wrong guy. Boom, next man up. Yeah, you're right. It's just, like, it's just like in warfare. You lose people all the time. This guy's not up to it. We're in a crisis. Next man up. Actually, uh, like the backup cornerback after an injury with the NFL playoffs going into uh, almost until week two with two games coming up today, the great uh, Steve Bannon joining us here. So I got to tell you, our guy Trump is ready to kick ass in, in Iowa, and it looks like uh, he's going to win the primary relatively easily. I haven't bought it to Nikki Haley, not even once. But uh, depending on who you talk to, the Democrat thing keeps changing. I had three guests on last week, three Steve Bannon, one being Judge Jeanine Pirro, the other, our mutual friend, Roger Stone. Roger Stone said this on this show on Friday. This is not up for debate. He, he said, Sid, this happened. Barack Obama met Joe Biden a week or two ago, and he said, you're done. He said, the ticket will be, there's no doubt, the ticket will be Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom. And I, <laughs> that scares me just a little, to be honest, because uh, Obama, for some reason, still has a lot of love in this country. Are you as uh, dead sure as Roger Stone that's going to be the case? And if it is, should I be concerned? I will say this. Obama did go and have lunch at the White House with, with Biden and told him, hey, this, the, your campaign's not working. Your presidency's not working. Now, here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the problem they've got. The Democrats and the Democrat donors would love to do that, and they would love to have that ticket. The problem is they, they have no convening authority. There's no apparatus. The Democratic Party, the DNC, has been so weakened over years. There's actually no apparatus to remove Biden. You know, Biden's not even having a primary. There's no real primary over there. So there's no apparatus actually to force him out. Those guys would love to force him out. But he's kind of dug in right now. I think the reason he's dug in, he understands his legal problems. It's not simply Hunter Biden. It's all the corruption, the money he took from the CCP, money he took from Ukraine. So he's in there as much for self-preservation as anything else. If the Democrats had their choice, I, don't th- I think Roger's absolutely correct. They would love a Michelle Gavin Newsom ticket in a second. The problem is they have no convening authority, no apparatus to actually dig out Joe Biden and his wingman, Kamala Harris. So I think for right now, they're stuck with it. But trust me, they are working every angle to figure out how they get somebody to take on Trump. Because right now, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are no match for Trump. No, and it looks like nobody in uh, the Republican Party is either. Nikki Haley keeps talking up a good game, and maybe she'll keep it close to New Hampshire. But you would agree that uh, after South Carolina, State 3, if you're keeping score at home, after South Carolina, Trump will be the lone man standing, yes? Yeah, but Sid, I would go back to the poll put out last night by the uh, by the pollster from uh, from the Omaha, I think, Register. Uh, she's the definitive pollster. If you go and look at not just the, the you know Trumps, I think at forty eight, Nikki at twenty, but then you look at the cross tabs. Uh, only twenty percent of the people, or fifteen percent of the people, have any enthusiasm for Nikki at all. So I think that'll show up today, as you mentioned, in minus at Mason City in minus thirty nine degree weather. Who shows up? More importantly, over half of her supporters in Iowa, over half, will vote for Joe Biden over Trump in the uh, in the general election. That means she's got a lot of Democrats, a lot of independents. That's why the polls in New Hampshire are very misleading. In New Hampshire, independents can actually vote. I would tell you that I think right now at least 60 percent of her support in New Hampshire are not really Republicans or not people going to support President Trump. So they're going to make a big deal tonight about the horse race in New Hampshire. Uh, I think it's uh, phony because I think the independents voting show you are Democrats to register for a day to vote. Show you most of her support is coming from people who are never going to vote for a Republican candidate named Trump. And that's why I think you're right. 
I think by South Carolina, no later than Super Tuesday, uh, the Nikki Haley of uh, a phenomenon is over. I think it's over too, and I won't miss her. Last one. I know you got about two minutes to go, Steve, and you're just well, you're amazing. You're brilliant. Uh, I, I do want to talk about Trump last week. You know, we talked months ago about how's he going to do it. He's got to be in one courtroom on Thursday, another courtroom on Friday, then a caucus on Saturday. Well, guess what? He just did it. He's in Iowa today. He's about to kick some major ass. Now, look, this next year till November, going to be challenging, no doubt about it. But is there any doubt, as a guy that's as close to Trump as anybody on this planet, that he'll be able to get this done, all those ridiculous court dates and campaigning at the same time? Look, only a guy like Trump can do it, Said You know that. You know the energy the guy has. It's just incredible. Here's the thing. Look at Fonnie Willis's case is falling apart. I think she's going to go to prison, not President Trump's down in Georgia. So. Uh, the Jack Smith case is falling apart. Uh, the New York City thing is a, a show trial is ridiculous. I think they're trying to keep President Trump from even going to Melania's mother's funeral by forcing him to show up in court this week in Manhattan. The only person who can pull this off is Trump. And I would ask I would tell everybody to go to NBC News and read that uh, news uh, story they had yesterday about the deep state, about the guys associated with national security, the Pentagon, are already forming a group, already forming a group to try to block every change President Trump wants to make into the national security uh, deep state. They're, they're already formed up. They, they understand that Trump is roaring back and nothing's going to stop him. But the only guy that could ever pull that off, Sid, as you know, is Donald Trump. It's amazing what he's done so far, and he's just picking up ahead of steam. I think you could probably do it, too, but you're just not running. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, another great appearance, Steve. I really love you, man. Thank you for doing this. You, you're you a huge, huge addition to our show. So thank you very much. We'll do it again next week. We'll talk soon, buddy. Thanks. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. My man, Steve Bannon, right there every Monday.